It's going to be a tough one. Welcome back to Incriminated. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been, uh, I've been MIA for a little bit with the podcast. Uh, I've been MIA a little bit, just in general. Still been here at the shop. Still been killing it. Business is going great. I have zero complaints there, other than if you don't shop with me, I don't know why the fuck not. So get on board with the with the whole thing. Um, I recently had a nice little stay at the hospital. Got something going on. Um, they believe I'm like some kind of carrier of strep, and it does something to me that's... um. A little bit scary, to be honest. Uh, when I get strep now, I had it six months ago. So six months ago is the first time I really had it this bad. Um, I blacked out in the shower. So it gets to the point to where I can't breathe. My body aches are unbearable. Uh, my heart rate goes through the roof. Uh, my throat just completely closes uh, to where, I, I, like I said, I can't even breathe. <clears throat> And, um, the, uh, the emergency room doctor, the first time it happened, uh, my dad was running the shop for me. He, he came and told him his, uh, that he didn't think I was going to make it. Now, when I think of strep throat, I think of a sore throat. I didn't know that it could get into your blood system. I didn't know that it could affect everything going on that keeps you running. But that's what it does to me. It, it attacks me, and, my, and, and it attacks me really, really hard. Um, so it happened again. I, I think we caught it a little bit earlier this time. I didn't black out. I was on the verge of it. I couldn't breathe. Um, temperature was still really high. I think I high 102s. Uh, my heart rate was really high. And, uh, yeah, it was just a rough situation. And I'm a horrible patient. I am a terrible patient. I was irritated with everybody that was touching me. I felt like they were taking their sweet old time. And I just needed something to get rid of the pain so that I could focus on uh, breathing. Um, so, yeah, once I get that in me, you know, give me some morphine, whatever the second one is they gave me. I really don't remember much from that night. And I'm sorry about my voice. It's working its way back. So if it gets a little scratchy, suck it the fuck up. But someone out there is praying and hoping that I die. And listen, it's not going to be from strep. That's fucking embarrassing. Strep will not kill me. I will kill myself before I let strep take me out of this world. Okay? I'm not going to die from a sore throat. I want a cool death. You know, I want I want a Viking death. You know what I'm saying? I want to I die on the battlefield holding my enemy's head. Um... I don't want to die in an emergency room because my throat hurt. So we're going to keep pushing, run these meds, uh, these meds that they got me on. Listen, here's another thing. I don't understand pharmacies. These people think that they're making these, these, uh, these medications in the back room. I pulled up to the window. Now, mind you, my grandma went to Giant Eagle last night to see if she could pick it up. They said they can't get it tonight. It'll be ready in the morning. So I show up in the morning, and they're like, oh, we just got it. Give us about an hour. I said, I don't have an hour. 
I just got out of the hospital. I need this antibiotic, and I have to open up my shop. And I asked them, how long does it take you to count pills and put them in a bottle? And they said, okay, give us two minutes. Two minutes, ladies and gentlemen. So every single time that you've went to the pharmacy and they said, give me 25 minutes, walk around the store, they're fucking lying to you. It takes nothing to count some pills and put them in a bottle. Okay? So if you stress it enough, you can get in and out of there pretty quick. That's just a little tip to life. But yeah, I want to get past all this because, you know, it's either going to kill me or it's not. I, I ain't got time for these little hurdles or these times where I have to close the shop. That's what sucks about being a one-man band is when I'm out, the shop's out. And, you know, I don't always have, you know, my family to help me uh, keep it open or anything like that. So uh, one day lost is, you know, it's... That's a lot of money potentially that, that that's just gone that day. So I really appreciate everybody's messages, everyone for understanding that, you know, the shop was closed and people reaching out, actually caring, you know, and it, it's, it's nice to know that there's people out there, uh, they care that don't have to, you know, I had Emily by my side, uh, you know, the whole time in the hospital, my mom's, my mom came through for me too. She gave me a ride home. So I'm very blessed to have people like that in my life, you know, that uh, show up for me. But, uh, you know, we're here today. Shop is open. I don't plan on closing it again unless, uh, unless someone makes a prayer to the man upstairs that I get sick. But it is what it is. Put them up, knock them down. <clears throat> yeah. So that's what's going on in life right now. I'm feeling better today. Get the medicines in me. We'll see what goes with that. You know, they're talking about um, removing my tonsils. Apparently, as an adult, that's a pretty big procedure. So, you know, I want to try to avoid that at all costs. But I will tell you this. Whatever the street name for those pain meds are, if anyone knows, let me know. Because... Daddy likes that feeling, you know, it's a, it's a good feeling. Like you just, well, you feel nothing. First of all, all pain goes away. I feel free to speak however I want, say what I want. I have to be a horrible fucking patient. It has to be terrible to deal with me. I tell you what, um, what was funny. I, when I got to the ER, there was this guy he was screaming and yelling in pain, and I was, I was getting worried. I was like, man, I'm going to take care of this dude just screaming his head off. I'm going to have to fake a heart attack or something to get to get some attention. <clears throat> so, you know, it's like competing for the nurse's attention to get taken care of at that point. But it was a, it was actually a horrible night. The first time it happened, I, like I was really taken care of. I was put upstairs in the hospital, given a nice bed. But this time, you know, hospitals are so understaffed and they can't open up all the wings apparently, and their their beds are full. I had to sleep on this like tiny little cot in the emergency room where they kept leaving my door open. I have fluids, so I have to get up to pee every three minutes. They have to disconnect me. Apparently, I can't do it myself. And they just didn't pay any attention to me. So it was a rough, rough night. So I went two nights, one at home, one at the ER without sleep. 
and they're telling me rest is how you recover, but I was not given any opportunity to rest. So last night I had some NyQuil and uh, I was able to knock out finally. So I got some good rest. I woke up a little bit wore out, and um, but we're here, we're ready to go. So enough bitching about sickness. I just want to get uh, get my energy back, get feeling good again, back to the gym, and just uh, get some blood flowing. I think that'll make me feel a hell of a lot better. Some things I want to talk about. but So, I don't know, I guess I'll go back to my daughter for a little bit. She's on her spring break right now. <clears throat> now she lives in Texas. They went up to Colorado Springs for spring for her spring break. Um, it's a pretty long drive. I think she said it was almost eleven hours, thirteen hours. I forget. Um, but I got a call from from my daughter and. You know, her mom's new boyfriend, which is all fine and dandy, is staying in a hotel with with my daughter. And I, I, I just want to kind of get, you know, a show of hands. If anyone would feel okay with a situation where... Now, mind you, my ex-wife knows all about Emily, my girlfriend. I, we live together. Um, we have a whole life together. She's able to be in contact with Emily. Emily will send her messages. She'll send her photos. She'll be able, she'll uh, have Athena call her if I'm not around. It's very easy whenever Athena's here. On the other hand, her boyfriend is hidden when he's around. Um, the phone call I had with my daughter. Uh, when she was in the hotel, he was hiding in the bathroom for the whole 30-minute phone call. Now, I keep getting told that her life isn't my business, and it's not. But what happens with my daughter around is my business. Who's around my daughter is my business, especially when it's a male. And if you feel the need to hide or if you feel the need to not introduce yourself, to me, that's a red flag. To me, that's... It's a red flag, period. That's what it is. I don't like it. I, I, I feel unsettled by the situation. And now you're sleeping feet from my daughter. And, uh, you know, all I want to do is introduce myself to you. Now, I know the biggest problem probably is my ex-wife telling him what kind of monster I am and how uh, I'm just trying to intimidate or, or whatever it is. I guarantee there's being words being put in his head. All I want to know is who is around my daughter. I just want to know the character of the person that's around my daughter. I need to know that when I'm not around and you're the one that's closest, that you would lay your life on the line for her just like I would. But when I'm not afforded that opportunity to know who's around her, and he, you know they, he has to be hidden. It just sketches me out, and quite frankly, it pisses me off a little bit. Nobody's as invested into Athena as I am.
Nobody's going to care for her like I can. Nobody's going to protect her like I can. So if you're too weak to introduce yourself to her father, then you're too weak to be around her. You're too weak to protect her. It's just not uh it's not good practice to me. And I keep getting told that I'm wrong with wrong with that. Um but that's just that that that's who I am. And that's that's how I I'm not gonna change that. I'm not gonna change how protective I am over her. You know, well I I don't know why I ever fucking would. I don't know why I would just lay down and let things happen. You know, it I, I, I'm, I'm being told, you know, until until she tells you he hit me, he yelled at me or any. No, why wait until something fucking happens? You know, in the Marine Corps and, and, and you know, just always anything you do in life, they talk about being proactive. Why on earth would I wait until my daughter is hurt to, to do anything about it? You know? So that's just my point of view. It might seem extreme, whatever, but... I'm always going to want to know who is around my baby. I'm always. It's been quite a while since I spoke last. I kind of forget where I left off. I believe it was about my daughter, but I do want to say something real quick. I am very, very grateful for every single one of you. Everyone that has come in has asked how I'm doing been very understanding that I couldn't be open and just the loyalty, literally loyalty means so much more than money. Because what I get from you, the lifespan of my business is, you know, just like just a personal connection. I don't care how much money you spend with me, but if you talk nice about my place, if you like what I got going on here, if you believe in what I'm doing, that means so much more than a dollar. So I hope, I hope you understand what it means to me for everybody, you know, reaching out with the messages, asking how I'm doing, ask, and, and, you know, just being patient with me whenever the shop has to be closed. So... That's, that's, that's that. I love you guys for it. And it means the world to me. I don't, I always tell people, you don't have to come in here to spend money all the time. Come in and ask questions, come in and just have a chat. You know, this is an environment where you can come to feel comfortable and, and know that you're not judged by how you look. You're not judged by, you know, what you take or anything like that. It's just, it's all open dialogue. I'm a meathead just like all of you are, men and women alike. So you don't always got to come in to spend money. If you got questions, I got answers. Maybe it's a good answer. Maybe I just bullshitted something, but you're always going to get an answer from me. So there's that. But it's been a good day. I'm very thankful for everybody. Uh, you know, just wasn't here yesterday. So you guys were like, let's get at them today. So I appreciate that. Um, but other than that, you know, it just been, uh, just been doing my thing, just been living life to the best of my ability, counting down the, counting down the days till I go get the kid. Can't wait for summer planning out vacation. You know, life isn't always as bad as it seems. So let's try and look at the positives as, as hard as that fucking is sometimes. Sometimes it's hard to see the light at the end of that tunnel. So we'll just get after it. I, hey, I will say this. I was pretty doped up in the hospital. You know, they gave me some pain meds. Doctors don't typically like jokes or nurses. You know, they don't really get, they don't really get senses of humor. I don't know exactly what I'm like. 
Maybe I can get more input on that from Emily, but you know, it might not be as appreciated as I think it is. They take that stuff kind of serious. So I was asking for like the street names of the of the drugs they were giving me for for pain and everything, which that was kind of like half a joke. I wouldn't mind getting that because it's nice to not feel pain sometimes. I'm I'm constantly in a state of pain. My back, my knees, my shoulders, my chest, everything. There's always a little bit of pain with something. You guys might hear Blue snoring in the background. He's been lazy today. He's just staring at me right now on the on the futon. But I do want to get back into the gym. I do need to get some blood flowing. But I don't have, like, I can't get really a full breath right now. So i got to recover just a little bit, maybe a couple days. Get my strength back. Get some good food in me. Let these antibiotics run their course a little bit in my system. But I do believe that being active is what's going to be the best. Staying hydrated, being active training a little bit, just getting some blood flow, you know, maybe do a couple sauna runs. I just want to get back to feeling a hundred percent because that's, that's what I live for. I want to feel that pump again. It's crazy. You know, you can train. I've been training all these years and it seems like when something happens, like I get sick or like when I was hit on my motorcycle, it seems like that day everything goes away. I don't feel pumped anymore. I feel fat. You know, like it's, it has to be a mental thing, but I feel like one missed day. And it's not even like, cause I don't even feel like that on off days. I feel like that when I'm sick or whenever I'm hurt, I feel like, oh no, this is the end. I just lost it all. Everything that I just worked for is gone today. Like I felt like a fat, lazy piece of garbage in the hospital. I felt like, you know, I just wasn't, I just wasn't me, you know, but that's what comes with being sick. I feel like that's a, that's a toxic way to think about, you know, physical fitness and what you're looking like because I think that's how a lot of us get overworked. We tend not to want to take breaks because we think we're going to fall far behind. And then we take the break when our body tells us it needs a break and it almost kills you. So maybe if we can uh, catch that a little bit earlier, listen to our bodies a little bit sooner, we can avoid some illnesses that were unnecessary and some torn muscles or aches and pains that don't necessarily need to be there. Your body just needs a little bit of R&R. So I'm going to start listening to my body a little bit better because I think it just needed to slow down, you know? So we're going to pick this back up as soon as I possibly can after I just talk about slowing down and resting, but... That's that meathead mentality. Like a couple weeks ago, I was doing front squats, and it felt like something popped in my upper quad. And I was like, you know, this ain't this ain't good. My buddy Mark was telling me, he's like, you know, don't be an idiot. Take it easy. Take it light. Take it slow. And by the time my next leg day came, it felt better. So I did not take it easy. I did not take it light. I did a heavy drop set from I worked up to 405 and then worked back down and we just kept rocking and rolling. But it felt good, so I'm not going to I'm not going to jinx it. But I do got to pay a little bit more attention cuz that's how my pecs tore. You know, it, it was something like, you know, you kind of feel tight. Sometimes you get this little ache that doesn't feel right, but you push through, you push through until one day you're coming down with some heavy weight and it just sounds like papers ripping. And that has 
that has like permanently scarred my brain. I can hear it still to this day. And like, I can't watch people bench pressing because I feel like I'm going to see their muscle tear. I'm afraid to flat bench because I don't want to ever go through that again. Cause that was fucking miserable. The downtime from that, the only good that came from tearing my pecs are my legs. I was able to at least squat with the Smith machine because I didn't have to hold the bar. And I just did legs three days a week. And uh, that did a lot, a lot for my uh, for my physique overall. You know, being able to, I've said it before, I've never been a person known for his legs. And then it's a stupid way how I got them, but, you know, it kind of, I was kind of launched into leg days and loving legs, honestly. It's the one of the tr best training days to be able to get out of your mind and just completely focus on you and what you're doing at that moment. You know, you don't want to, you don't want your mind really anywhere else whenever you have all that weight on your back. It, it kind of forces you into, you know, just being in that moment. But that's what really got me into loving it is, you know, just not being able to do anything else and knowing that just because I can't do certain workouts doesn't mean I'm not going to go to the gym. You know, so even like when I was hit on my motorcycle, I tore my left quad. And uh, as soon as I got my brace, it, you know, I was I was bringing crutches to the gym. And then when the crutches were gone, I was still in my brace. I was still I was still making it happen. You know, so. You know, just because you're you're hurt. It doesn't mean you're out. Just find ways around it. You know, we have little aches and pains. You got to know the difference between owies and actual, you know, pain. You know, sometimes that bitch voice creeps into our head and says, uh, you know what, your your shoulder's a little sore today. You know, you might want to take it easy, take it off. But there's other stuff you can always do to improve and get better. So don't think you're done. Your final form is when you're in your casket. Okay? When you're laying in that wooden box, that is your final form. So don't think you've reached it. You haven't obtained it. It's going to come the day you stop breathing. That is your final form. That is what you look like for the rest of your for the rest of your spiritual existence. Wherever we go, that's what you look like. That's your final form. So just keep fucking working until you're in that wooden box. Cuz it's not over until the uh fat lady sings. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean a fat shame. It's just a saying, you know. That's what it is. I don't really got much more to say today, guys. Just want to kind of, you know, catch everyone up on my um on my health on business and everything like that so like i said i appreciate all of the messages it means a lot to me that you know there's people out there other than my close loved ones that give two shits about if i'm breathing or not and uh you know just still supporting the business while i'm down and out i sent out a couple orders today from you know some for some people and had some great conversations with other customers that came in today as well so, that's going to be the episode. And like always, ladies and gentlemen, you are now an accessory to the shit show. Have a great day. <laughs>